AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. All right, you guys. Jamie Bronstein is here. She's voted the number one relationship coach by Yahoo Finance. You're also a licensed clinical social worker and now author. This is so exciting. The new book is called Manifesting, a step-by-step guide to attracting the love that is meant for you. So Jamie, help us all out. I want to know, first of all, what made you want to write a book about manifesting love? What didn't make me want to write a book about manifesting <laughs> love? You know what? Love, as cheesy as it sounds, I don't care. It's always been my passion. It's always yeah. been a part of my life since I was little. And I feel so grateful to have grown up with parents that now just celebrated their 51st wedding anniversary. So my birth, I'm a Pisces. I don't know. I'm romantic. So love to me has always been a part of my life. And I, now I have the, the education, obviously the higher education and 20 years of experience. Um, so I did get to the point in my career where I started working just with singles, couples and breakups and divorces. And then okay. when it came down to deciding that I wanted to write this book, I thought, what is the population that I feel needs like the, not the most help, but which population can I serve the greatest and really open their eyes? Because before you manifest your person, this is the time where there is, it's kind of like, of course you can teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. This really is that beautiful time when people are filled with hope. And even if you have had a relationship and you want to manifest love again, it's still that hopeful time. So Mm -hmm. I think that's why I chose this population and I'm obsessed with teaching people how to manifest love. So, and I also manifested my husband. So I know I just, I use my, my stories, my client stories, and all of these spiritual concepts that are very real and really work to make this book. Yes. I was just telling you before we started, I totally buy into all of the things that you say in this book. And it was good for me to read though, because you verbalize it in this very digestible format. Like 
I was thinking to myself, yes, like that's what I felt for so long, but I haven't been able to actually communicate it. And so another thing I want to know is what is the number one problem? Like, could you put into words maybe one problem that you see consistently amongst the people that you work with that are just not able to find the relationship that they want? I believe that the number one issue thing that's holding people back from really manifesting the right person for them is that they're not connected with their intuition. Mm -hmm. And yes, intuition can be woo-woo and it is. The way that I simply talk about intuition is that really all it is, is connecting with yourself and yourself. It's getting rid of the noise, getting rid of anybody else's opinion and just trusting yourself. Because people decide to go into a relationship, to stay in a relationship or to not because so many times because of what is going on in their outside world versus Mm -hmm. just really going inside and just asking yourself, what makes me happy? Mm -hmm. It's so true. And also like, to me, that's when I bump up against the good on paper person, you know, because like. I think we see all the time, like, we're like, oh, well, he's cute. He's got a good job. He's whatever. But if it's not really aligned with who you are, it's not probably going to be the relationship you want either. But if we listen to everyone else's voices or maybe like society's voices (laughs) and not our own, that's the relationship you end up in. Do you see that a lot? Yes. And actually, I love to be relatable and to be vulnerable. And and so I'll just give you a little example from my life. Years ago, I was dating this guy who um, he was, and I don't want to give too much information. I do talk about him in my book, but I rename him. Okay. (laughs) Um, He, everything on paper. I mean, so successful, tall, dark, and handsome. I'm Jewish. He's he was Jewish, like yeah, because this has to do with my parents. Like you know, the parents went like the Jewish, like the successful, like everything. And he was a schmoozer. Mm-hmm. So my parents were obsessed with him. And I remember my mom saying to me, "You know, Jamie, it's really hard to find a good guy." And so, but they didn't know that he kind of drank too much and he wasn't fun to be around. And he was so stressed out because he had this really stressful job. And sometimes like he loved me so much and I was everything he was looking for, but didn't really express that in like the greatest way. So that is a perfect example of, he really was amazing on paper. And I had my parents who I adore telling me, I mean, this was, I was 20, I don't know. I was 27. It was Mm -hmm. my 40s now like a long time ago um but you know what at that time I didn't have the tools I didn't have the tools to look inside and I obviously not obviously but I am now married to not him I'm married to Brian who's not an he's not a um he's not Mike yes but I stayed in the relationship way too long and that's what happened so many times yeah That's been my story as well. And a lot of that has to do with the outside pressures. And I think as women too, especially like you're talking about your parents and feeling like you needed to pick a great Jewish guy and all of these like factors that might not necessarily play into what your soul is needing or looking for. But like, we feel these pressures. Like a lot of women write me and write to me all the time. Like I'm in my thirties. I'm not married yet. I want to have kids. I want to have a family. And so I think we start to 
stop listening to our intuition, as you said, is the most important thing. And we start looking at our programming or like operating from that place. And we're not picking exactly right for what we really want or need. It's so interesting because so many of my clients, they say, my picker's off. Yeah. <laughs> so cute yeah. They, and so what I do is I, I help people to, our intuition is just a muscle. Okay. And so it's just, just like going to the gym, you know, you can strengthen your, your physical muscles. You can also strengthen your intuitive muscle. Okay. And it doesn't need to be overwhelming people. Some we're all born with an intuition and women, we tend to women's intuition, you know, we tend to have more of one, like more, a stronger one naturally than guys, but it, you know, some guys have like, there are some wonderful male psychics out there and, and intuitives. Um, but really I just say, start with just close your eyes and look inside and ask yourself a question. Is this a yes or a no? Okay. Is this a yes or a no? Because we always know the answer and it's usually not usually it always is right from the beginning. But people make themselves crazy trying to figure out what they should do. Okay, wait, let's talk about that though. Is it a yes or a no? Like when you said that, I immediately went into my body and I was like, okay, like thinking about certain situations. And like, what if your insides and your intuition and your gut is telling you this is a yes, like from a soul level, but on paper, it doesn't make sense? How would you talk yourself? Like, what, how do you not talk yourself out of that? I just heard a quote yesterday that resonated so much. It was so amazing can't remember right now, but it okay. was basically, <laughs> it was basically, I think I was watching a rom-com. I love romantic movies. <laughs> and it was basically that let's say true love intuition. It, it doesn't need to make sense. Okay. It's, you know what I was doing? I was actually going through, I was, I was interviewing somebody on my podcast yeah. and I was going through the timestamps of what I want to post on Instagram. That's what it was. I loved what she said. She said that your intuition is, it doesn't need to make sense. You don't need to know why it just is. You just know. Okay. And so, and I totally resonate with that because so many times, I mean, I can think back to when I was dating, there were some guys that surprised me with, that's interesting that I'm feeling this connection. However, I believe that it's all about energy. You know, mm -hmm. we are all made up of energy. So when you have that energetic connection, it's undeniable and it doesn't matter what's on paper, but it's there. So don't even try to make sense of it, but just go with it. it it's, it's a heart opener. It feels, it elevates you and there's no better feeling. So it doesn't need to make sense on paper. Okay. Well, something I'm starting to lean into, and I'm wondering if you believe in this too, but, um, I think our society puts a lot of pressure on like the forever relationship or it has to be a marriage and it has to be long-term. And something that I've really leaned into lately is how much I've learned from each relationship I've been in. And so like kind of what you're saying about trusting how it feels energetically and knowing I needed that at that time, I did need that at that time, whatever for like, even if it wasn't going to be my forever relationship, it did help my soul evolve and grow and get me to my next right path, you know? And so I'm 
feeling like if you're trusting your intuition and your energy is aligning with a person, maybe that's maybe it's not even like a forever relationship, but it is the relationship you need right now, which you wouldn't necessarily be able to logically pick. That's all driven by energy, intuition, and all of those things. Do you feel that? Yes. And I love that you're saying this because people do put so much pressure on themselves to to think, can this be forever? Right. And nobody knows the answer to that. Exactly. Could, the two happiest people in the world could come together and think it's going to be forever and bless their souls. Somebody could die. Somebody could cheat. Somebody you don't know. So right. you know, and also a control is an illusion. So this is all about control. If we surrender and we let go of this control and we just say, does this make me happy now? Mm-hmm. Not in a, not in a, an immature way, you know, like children will, will do things that are spontaneous or they impulsive. Yeah. That's not what this is. This is, does this at the soul level make me happy? Do I, is my heart at peace? Do I peace in my heart and in this moment? Because it's not, is it easy to, is it? Does my book make manifesting easier? Yes. Does it take the suffering away from people? Yes. But relationships are not easy. So it doesn't mean that things are perfect at all. Right. I love that you use the word peace though, because I do feel like that that's the thing in relationships too, is like, are you peaceful? Are you like operating at a, you know, fight or flight response all the time? Like those are the ways that you should know if this is good for you or not. And um yeah. Peace. That's like a very simple thing. Like ask yourself, am I at peace? Yes. And that is what I've come to, to know as a marker. And I talk yeah. about this clients all the time and they probably get, I know that they get a little surprised when I say like, do you feel at peace? And they, they think, well, I'm always thinking about, am I happy? Mm-hmm. Are we fighting? And the word peace doesn't really come in to things. But I really, from my 40 years on on this earth and 20 years in practice, I have learned that it really is, do you feel peace in your heart? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You say in the book that the number one thing in manifesting is to honor who you are. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So our outside experiences are a reflection of our inner reality. This is a law of attraction concept. So it's really important to be loving yourself, to be unconditionally loving yourself so that you can attract the right match for you. If you're showing up as anybody else, not loving yourself, not showing up as your authentic self, you're going to attract that match. And so that's why so many people go through relationship after relationship and they don't make any changes and they're not really feeling good inside Um, I can give an example. So for instance, if you are walking around and feeling like you're not worthy of love, you're not capable of love, you're going to attract someone who's just going to validate that. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's, it, that's the incentive. That's people say it's too hard or I don't want to people as, as hard as it is to stay where you are, it's, it's comfortable. It takes work to make changes. So I always say, well, the incentive is that you'll actually be manifesting the right person Mm -hmm. if you start loving yourself more. 
Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Okay, but so with that statement, the loving yourself, it's like people go, okay, well, then I'm just going to do a lot of self-care or I'm going to, yes, I love myself. I'm going to empower myself. I'm a queen. You know, there's all these things we say, I think, like to quote unquote, look like we love ourselves. However, like for me, for example, like I know that in the past I was really working towards empowering myself to love myself, but there was still some things inside of me that maybe just weren't healed. And for some reason, I just did not believe deep down inside that I was worthy of love. Like I still had my own insecurities or lack of self-worth or whatever it was. And so then I was drawing in partners that just reflected that back to me. I didn't fully understand the mirroring concept until this past year, but like, it makes sense. And I would get so mad at them. Like, well, why aren't you, you know, like, let's say they were super busy all the time and wouldn't pay attention to the relationship, or it was like a very one-sided situation. And I kept getting mad at them for that. But the reality is, is all they were doing was reflecting back to me what I thought my level of worth was. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And also what what I'm hearing you say is that if they weren't paying attention to you, maybe you weren't paying attention to you. Totally. If they betray you, you're betraying yourself abandoning myself, all the things. Yes. 
Like, how can I ask someone else to treat me a certain way if I'm not willing to treat me a certain way? And I was there a long time ago. Also, I I grew up hearing you have to love yourself. Yeah. But so that's another reason why I wrote this book, because all these buzzwords, these, these quotes, these cliches, there's a reason why. I think people just aren't taught the right way, like really what it means. And so that's why I'm bringing awareness. You're bringing awareness to unconditionally love yourself. It's also forgiving yourself, forgiving others, healing yourself and healing all your relationships. There's so much that goes into it, but at the end of the day, it's not, it's not that difficult. You know, when you just let go of, of any type of, regret Mm -hmm. that you have any type of, I'm not worthy. I'm, um, I'm not good enough. That all happened. It could have happened. You people have these negative narratives that started from either something their parents said to them, something like somebody in the sandbox and nursery school said to them. And lots of them are from past relationships. So what I do is I do something called compassionate self-forgiveness, which is you identify what the misbelief is misidentification. So I'm not worthy of love. So you close your eyes and put your hand in your heart and you say, I forgive myself for buying into the misbelief that I'm not worthy of love. What is the truth? The truth is, of course I am. And then the client, anybody who's ever doing this really taps into the truth because the negative narrative is not the truth. Yeah. I was talking about this recently on a podcast, just the more I am tapping into the critical voices in my head, I'm like, God, they are mean. You know, the things that I say to myself, it's like, no wonder I operate in the way that I do in certain situations because I'm constantly critiquing myself or like um, part of the reason that my word of the year is to dare myself is because I think I've kind of gotten very passive in my own life out of fear, you know, like um, the voices can creep up and I'm like, I'm actually daring myself this year to not listen to those voices and to, to kind of go, wait, there is another path. And like, that's actually not the truth, but that's the worst possible narrative that I could, that could happen or that I could say to myself. And if it's constantly happening in your head, that is what you'll attract in too, because our brains just want to make whatever our brains are thinking reality. Yes. And so anybody who's watching who hasn't had any education on this, what we're talking about is that the ego, the mind is only fear-based and it spews out lies. Now it's doing the best it can. It does this to protect us. Okay. We need our ego because a lot, like a long time ago, we developed our ego to protect us from bears and touching fire. So running in front of a bus, we need the ego to, to protect us. But the ego takes it to the next level and wants to protect us from being big in our career, from being big and bold and daring in our in our love life. So what we have to do is we need to go drop down from our head to our heart and we need to say, "Okay, bless your soul. You Mm -hmm. know, I hear you because fear is just going to be part of our life. It's not going to disappear. Take a seat. I'm the driver of this bus. I, me, my soul, my authentic self, my heart. I am the driver of this bus. Take a seat. I got this. So you need to talk to, you need to talk to the fear. Yeah. When so often I find that mine is 
it's like a child voice, you know, and it's the panic. It's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't, it's like that. And what you just said is how I like go into my adult self and I'm like, Hey, like I hear you little Kelly or whatever I want to call it, but I hear you. I understand that. Like I have to feel heard for me to like really put it to bed. But then I also can say like, Hey, I'm going to do like, I am in control of this. I've got this. I know what to do. I know how to take the next right step. Um, and operate more like an adult than a fearful child. Like I find that when I'm triggered, that's kind of the childish narratives or what take over because it's like panic almost. And life is short and, mm-hmm. and daring, you know, when I, when I saw that your word was daring, the first thing that came to me was what do we do to dare ourselves? And what we do is we have no attachment to the outcome. No, I love that. Yeah. We have the fear and we do it anyway, which everyone has heard. Yes. But we have no attachment to the outcome. So we take that chance because life is short and we just surrender and we say, I trust that whatever the outcome is, is going to be the outcome that is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be okay no matter what. And that is huge in dating, is it not? Because I think we're all so scared of having our heart bro- hearts broken. Or the pain that comes from maybe a relationship not working out. And so then you just kind of don't even want to do it. So how do we overcome those kind of fears when we are walking into this place of wanting to manifest the love that we want? Well, first of all, spirit meets you at your point of action. Okay. Any type of action that you're going to take, whether it's getting on a dating app, saying yes to the date, getting off your couch, whatever that yes is, whatever that action is, spirit will meet you. The universe will meet you. And this is so real. I mean, from little situations to big situations. So the first thing you need to do is just know that you need to take action. Okay. And know that love is a risk, but it's such a risk worth taking because to me, I mean, this is my life. Love is why we live. So would you rather stay where you are and not take the risk or take the chance and open yourself up to the magic of love. Sounds mm-hmm. cheesy once again. I just have to, I have to call it out. But it's really not. When you walk around and you are love and you're with the person you're supposed to be with, it raises your vibration. It you become more of a of the, your authentic self. You accomplish more. You tap in more into your creativity. There's so many benefits of being with the right person. So Take that chance and take that chance over and over until it happens. Right. I think what you said earlier is huge to that too, of just like knowing you're going to be okay. Like that's been a big one for me. Um, I've recently been dating some a little bit and coming out of relationships that were hard in the past. Like there was this part of me that was like, oh, do I really want to do this again? But then it's like, yes. And I also survived all of those situations. I'm like, I'm still here. I'm still good. Even if they were painful, they did all produce so much growth for me. And, and like you said, they did all bring love too. In those moments I would never trade, even if they didn't end in the quote unquote forever fairy tale or whatever that we make up that we have to have, they've served a purpose for me, you know? And so I do think that what you're saying is true of like, we're going to be okay. And that's a pain that's survivable, even if it feels not like it in the moment, (laughs) you can survive. Think of it as a ladder. What do you mean? Every time you have a relationship, if you are insightful and you really want to be 
on this manifesting journey, manifesting love journey, the people that look back and say, what did I learn from this? What did I get from this? Every time you become stronger and you become the, what you're looking for becomes more crystallized and clear. And so everything is leading you. They're all like these dots that are leading you to your ultimate soulmate. Mm -hmm. So nothing happens for no reason. Everything is meant to be, but it's, it's about doing that work to be reflective and to know this was not for no reason. I've heard it said, you know, we were talking a little bit about this self-love and how, you know, I've heard it said a million times where it's like, you have to love yourself before you can find true love. Um, do you buy into that? Because then I've also heard the opposite side of that, that love and the right relationship can really bring us closer to ourselves and to loving ourselves even more. Like sometimes we need it reflected back to us from someone else. So which one is true? So, and I, I do think about this. I mean, we were, we were talking about this before and I was saying that it is so important because of the law of attraction to be able to show up as our authentic selves, to be loving right. ourselves unconditionally. I think that sometimes it can be a mixture. However, meaning like maybe you don't 100% love yourself unconditionally. And there are some unresolved issues because this does happen, of course, in life. And then this person comes into your life and helps you heal. And that is like love is healing also. Right. However, I do think you do need to you can't be like this person who's like completely negative, who doesn't think it's going to happen, who really looks down on themselves completely. I've never heard of a situation where then they find their soulmate. You do have to at least love yourself enough. Let's put it that way. Okay. And then, yes, I agree 100% that love is so healing. Love is so, so healing. It could take it deeper, maybe. Yes. It enhances. Ideally it's, it's two people that come together that are loving themselves. And it's just the kind of like the cherry on top. However, it's not how it always works. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you can't be completely down here and completely in this darkness um, because that's too much pressure on the other person. If you think about that. You well, know, it's like, more of like a rescue then it feels, which yes. is already like having an off power dynamic when you start the relationship. Yeah. Like the, your, your significant other should, is, should not be your therapist. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, you guys should just have fun and enjoy each other and have this relationship and, and have this deep connection and heal together and whatever you need to do. But that burden of them exactly what you said, saving you, that's not their role. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this. So a lot of the narrative amongst my girlfriends is there are no good men out there. And we have one of our friends and our friend group says, well, if you keep thinking that, then that's all you're going to draw in. And I had never thought about that. She started saying that a couple of years ago. And it really clicked for me because I was like, that's right. If I only think that there are like not great guys out there, I'm going to only draw in guys to make that narrative true. And I try to say this to women all the time um, because especially nowadays, I feel like the men around us, they are shifting and growing. And there's a lot of like 
healers out there working to help men, you know, start to dive into their healthy masculine energy and all just healing work kind of things. So do you hear a lot of women particularly saying that, or maybe even it's men saying like, well, women are crazy. And like, if we keep with those narratives, do you think it's possible to find a healthy relationship? No, not if you stay with those narratives, you need to make okay. shift. Yeah. Because of the law of attraction. It's this is right. just work. But do I hear this a lot? Yes. And do I work with my clients to change the negative narrative and shift it? Yes. And do they see results in their life almost immediately? Yes. yes. Even like, let's just talk about the apps. Oh my God. The only guys that are showing up are these creepy guys or whatever. All the good guys are taken. So we do the work to shift that narrative and also to see like, well, where is this coming from inside? Is this, is this also, are you self-sabotaging? Cause you, right. because if you do meet a good guy, you actually might have to show up and you might get hurt. So we, we do all this work anyhow, but even if you didn't do the deep work, let's say, but even if you just started thinking and feeling, and that's, a, that's one thing I wanted to say before that I forgot. I just want to get back to this about um, just thinking, but let's say even if you just shifted this narrative and you and you started believing, not 100%, it's okay, but just believing that there are good guys out there. And we're talking about the apps specifically. You will see on the apps, different men show up. This happens with my clients all the time. I believe it. I believe it. Or in life at Starbucks or you walk down the street or because this is how this is how everything works. Mm-hmm. The thing about the thinking that I wanted to say before, you had said something that made me think about this. You can't just think positive or yeah. <laughs> think your man into your life or think your, you know, your your person into your life. You need to feel it. And I love talking about visualizing and living as if it's already happening. Yeah. Huge. So you can't just think it and the person's gonna show up at your doorstep. <laughs> oh my God. That that's sort of what I was saying earlier about the self-love. I totally agree with you. And I think there's a lot of things we could say that are like, oh yes, of course I love myself. Or, you know, I did this for myself or what self-care looks like and self-love looks like. But if you don't believe it, it will still show up in your life that you don't believe it. Like that's what was happening for me for many years was like, I was really trying to get there, but I didn't feel it. Like there was still things happening inside of me that needed to be healed. And so all the relationships that I was drawing in, and that was everything, friendships, work, all of it, only showed how I actually thought about myself. And until I understood the mirroring piece, I couldn't release that, you know? So I I agree with you. It's not, you can't just say, oh, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. There's good men out there. It's like, you have to actually start to feel it and believe it in your body. Like someone taught me about um, the meditation piece of, of really like connecting to a time in your life when you did feel truly loved. And, and feeling what that feeling feels like, and then believing that that, like that is out there for you in whatever capacity that you want it to be. And like, kind of then like manifesting the relationship that you want from that, like how you felt and wanting to feel that feeling. That is interestingly enough, an exercise in my book. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And not everybody has felt loved maybe by a a romantic relationship in their adulthood, maybe not by their parents, but hopefully at some point in your life, you have felt what it feels like to feel loved. 
Even if it was from a pet, I feel. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Okay, let's talk about apps for a second because one of the things you say in your book too is that you you're very first like the very first client you mentioned in your book was like, yeah, 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 about apps. I don't want to do that. So I have that in my life a lot too. And I have finally leaned into the apps after um, many years because it is just how you meet people these days. Like men do not come up to you in bars the way they used to, or it's just not the same. And although I think we all would love to naturally meet someone that's the way that you know the fairy tale works and i think most of our minds it's not that realistic and what i have found is that putting myself out there on the apps changes my energy in my life completely as into like as in what i'm welcoming into my life and so maybe i don't end up meeting my person on the app but because i'm like going through that process opening myself up it's opened me up energetically everywhere else so maybe i'm going to invite things in that I wouldn't have normally. Like, do you see this a lot? Are there a lot of people who are still resistant to apps? Do we need to lean into apps if we're looking for love? Talk about that a little bit. I always say that you never want to look back and feel like I didn't do everything I could to manifest love. So it just, it can't hurt to be on the apps. And in addition, being on the apps 
with the whole mindset shift, if you think it's going to be a bad experience, it will be. But if you think that it, if you're open to it being a good experience, then it can be. Right. And at the end of the day, we talked about before how beautiful and enhanced your life can be when you are with that right person. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you met. You'll just be so happy that you met that person. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you meet your husband on an app? Well, it was 2011. So it was before it was match.com. Okay. Well, dating site. Yeah. The website. (laughs) There were were no apps. (laughs) It wasn't even that long ago. I mean, like ish, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yes, I so and I'm glad you brought that up. So I met my husband on match.com. I reached out to him. I okay. always I always inspire my my female clients. I say, just reach out, reach out to the guy. And here's the thing, because I was thinking maybe he hasn't even seen my profile. And sure. that's the truth. He hadn't. A lot of guys, like my husband, they don't spend that much time on the apps or the websites, then they just, they don't. So I always say to my clients, go for it, reach out and then let the man take it from there, you know, but at least say like, here I am. So he has awareness of you and then it's his choice. So, um, that's about being daring also. It is. There's so much daring in dating period. Um, but I also hear a lot in your book and just this process in general of manifesting, like that has a purpose. And I feel like, you know, that's my co-host on Fridays. That's his word for the year. And I love that idea with dating is not to just be sitting around waiting, but like you said this earlier, like the universe matches our effort. And so Mm -hmm. if we have a purpose and we're taking these steps and really like stepping into it, it does seem like that should be matched. Can you speak to that just a little bit? Absolutely. If you think about the most successful people in this world, they didn't get there because they didn't do anything. They didn't get there because they did it on their own either. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes a community. It takes mentors. It takes intuition. It takes creativity. It takes action. So it's the same thing with manifesting love. You need to be intentional. And in my book goes through all the steps manifesting love, but I'll just mention some. It's being intentional. It's believing it's going to happen. It's taking the action. It's visualizing it already happening. It's surrendering and having no attachment to the outcome. So there, and that's why I wrote this book. You know, you asked me before. Yeah. It's because there are real things that people can do instead of feeling defeated and, and like, I'm a victim and, and feeling bad for yourself, which of course all of us have felt as humans, we're humans. That's what we do. But I really want to help people not struggle and Mm -hmm. to not suffer anymore. And to realize there are things that you can do and you do need to do things right? (laughs) to, to grab on to what is already out there for you. It's already there. People are in their own way excuses, anything, stories. So just get past that. And before you die, get what is, you know, grab what is is waiting for you already. I love that. Well, you have a show called Love Talk Live. And we talked about that a little bit. What are the, what can people find on Love Talk Live? So Love Talk Live, it's on LA Talk Radio. It's also, as I said, on Apple Podcasts. Um, and I put on my Instagram, 
lots of clips. By the way, my Instagram is the relationship expert, but there's no E in expert at the beginning, just the relationship letter X P R T. Um, so my show is very similar to the stuff we've been talking about today. Most of my guests are, have some sort of spiritual base, but not all I've had financial analysts. I've had divorced lawyers. I, I really, I've been doing this for almost four years, I think, or maybe over four years. So we just, we talk about, I, I, business people, I bring everything back to love. We talk about relationships. We talk about whether it's singles, couples, breakups, and divorces, just anything and everything that has to do with love pretty much. Amazing. So if you guys are looking for that, like I said, Jamie is known as one of the number one relationship experts. I'm going to put all of this stuff in the description of this podcast too. So it's easy to find for people. Your Instagram being at the relationship expert. Is that I'll put the yeah. spelling in the description. <laughs> Thank you. And my website is therelationshipexpert.com, just spelled out as it is. Perfect. And then the book comes out February 7th. So if you guys are looking, it's the perfect of right around Valentine's Day. If you're finding yourself alone or just wanting to change the narrative in your dating life, this is a great book. She really does break down. There's seven different steps to manifesting love and you give exercises for each, which I think is so good to have like a tangible action step. For me, that's how I learn. So you guys can find all of that in the book. And when the book comes out, can they just find it anywhere? Yes. So it's just, so it's called Manifesting, a step-to-step guide to attracting love that's meant for you. It is being distributed by Simon and Schuster. The easiest yeah. way to get it is on Amazon. Um, if you put in, well, all the information will be on my website and my Instagram. However, if you just go straight to Amazon, I would recommend putting in either Manifesting and then my name, J-A-I-M-E Bronstein. It's a little hard because there's so many books that are called manifesting. And then my name is spelled J-A-I-M-E, not J. So regardless, go to my Instagram, go to my website. It's on Amazon. It's on Simon Schuster. It's on um, Barnes & Noble, something called B-A-M, Indie Books. It's in a lot of places. Basically, Google it. would be (laughs) That's the answer for everything, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and also my free gift, which is seven days of, I don't know if... um, you were sent this yet, but I have a free gift. The link will be there also, which is seven days of manifesting love. You get an email for seven days. Um, so they can opt into that. That will be amazing. Okay, great. What a great start. Jamie, thank you so much for being here and helping us to learn. I totally, like I said, this is how I've been operating in my dating life. So I'm glad you actually put words to what I've been feeling. That always helps me to have it verbalized. So thank you for being here with us. Thank you so much. This is fun. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.